It's time for All Access with your host, Lord Roland Roland Turner and Armando Vasquez. We're going to take you behind the scenes and give you all access to the world of music, sports, and entertainment. This podcast is a free service of Global Entertainment Group and Media. Sharing this podcast is encouraged and appreciated. Be sure to send us your comments and questions. Now, sit back and get ready for All Access. All right, welcome to what I call the Lords of Acid uh, episode of All Access. I'm your host, Roland Roland, with my co-host, Armando Vasquez. How are you today, Armando? I'm uh, still trying to recover from the weekend, baby. And, you know, it was a very, very intense schedule that you have put me through. <laughs> uh, we did the show on Sunday night, the Lords of Acid, and then uh, uh, we returned uh, at some time, at one point in the morning, uh, Monday, and we kept on working. So um, I'm just getting back to what you, what you would call normal. <laughs> How are you feeling? Because yeah. you were having I feel fantastic. It's always great to see um, PragaCon and Dietrich and all the rest of them. Uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, meeting Inya, what a class act. She's so classy. And Marika, it was fantastic. Uh, and Dietrich, as always, of course. And even their tour manager, Dink, it was pretty cool hanging out with everybody. I had an absolute blast. Oh, I, I mean, I cannot begin to tell you. Just having the uh, opportunity to interview such a musical genius like Prakit Khan and uh, some of the performers, um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the interviews that I did. It was kind of crazy because we were in the tour bus. And as you know, uh, there's always a good time going on, to put it lightly. Uh, yeah, to put it lightly. When you're trying to interview, and I know the rest of us were clowning and doing shots and drinking and having a good time. So you did an amazing job considering Thank you. Uh, what was going on in the background. <laughs> it was hard to stay focused, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that is uh, for sure. I can't wait to, uh, we're going to play the uh, interview with Praga Khan and then the interview with Marika on this episode. Uh, yeah. We really appreciate everybody joining in. We've gotten so much support for this podcast, uh, for All Access, uh, and it's just going to be an amazing journey. It, it's been uh, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of great bands coming up. We've got DMX coming up, Warrant coming up, Buck Cherry, and much, much more. Uh, we're even going to uh, step over into the world of country music a little bit and interview Lone Star and a few of those guys and, and even some country rappers uh, that are I hold real close to my heart. That'd be Eye for Eye and Twangin' Round uh, and a few others. So I look forward to that coming up in, a, in the next couple of episodes. I think it's fantastic. You know, we have a, access to all kinds of uh, different venues. Sport is about to start heating up as well. The NFL draft, the, the madness is here. And so many things that we have access to, and that's what we decided to call this show All Access. Yep. In the meantime, I can't wait to share that night with all of our listeners. Yeah, I think they're going to really love, uh, really love it. And I see that we've got some people that have signed up to 
be uh, donating to our uh, podcast. We really appreciate that. Thank and, you so much for supporting us. Yeah, our podcast is free and brought to you by Global Entertainment Group. Uh, and it's we'd love for you to listen to it free and to share it free. But if you feel like you can donate to it, there's a donate button. Uh, be sure you do that. We appreciate that. We'll keep keep you on the inside uh, with all access to uh, all the, the greatest stuff going on in concerts, entertainment, uh, music, albums, reviews, and, of course, sports. And hey, my- before do all of that, I just want to make sure that you're okay. Are you okay? You feeling okay? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm amazing. I feel fantastic today. Well, after I made breakfast for you, you know, you just seem a little, I don't know. I've never, never seen you like that before. You know, the breakfast you made that morning was really great. You should have told me. Uh, uh-huh. Here I am. I'm a huge fan of, of Mexican food. You fixed this beautiful breakfast and you had this bowl of homemade salsa that I never watched you make, by the way. <laughs> well, covered my food in it and took a bite of it and immediately burst into flames. <laughs> it was so hot, but I couldn't stop eating it because it was it was amazing. Yeah, you you even asked me for the recipe. Oh, you were like sweating and oh. just going, oh my God, this is so hot. But at the same time, you finished the whole entire bowl of the salsa. Just oh, so that was, you know. It was just so hot, but the flavor was unlike anything uh, any salsa I had ever eaten. And I'm a huge salsa guy. You know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here, I, I've seen you dance salsa before. Yeah. When you're here, <laughs> I, oh, I have, oh, you see me dance salsa, whatever. I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about the salsa. Oh, okay. Okay. My when bad. My bad. I have salsa and it's really good, but it can't compare to what you made the other day. It was, it was great, dude. I really appreciate it. And you know why I made that salsa? Because I knew you were going to need, uh, I don't know, a little heat to get you back into the groove of things that day. Oh, yeah, trust me. Um, that night, after the interview and drinks and shots and partying, uh, once we got back to your house, it was all a blur. I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I may have, have well, just a little. No, you did not. You were having a great time. I, I was just enjoying watching you. You were like a, a fish out of the water and into the water so many times. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of that, baby. You know, we are brothers, and I know that you would have done the same for me if I possibly could have fallen in a situation like that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time, and it was awesome. And, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and go straight into the interview with the musical genius, Mr. Praga Khan from Lords of Acid. This is All Access. I'm rolling, rolling. My co-host, Armando Vasquez, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome to All Access with uh, Roland and Isaac, and we're on the tour bus uh, of Lords of Acid, and we're speaking to the musical genius, Praga Khan, and he he has a blow-up sheep in front of me right now, and it is fantastic. (laughs) Well, you know, I've been curious about the whole um, Lords of Acid concept throughout the years because of you, and I was asking the master of disaster, if I may. Yeah, yeah, man. Um... What about the instrumentations? How many people are usually on stage? Uh, we have five, on, five people on stage. There's a, a bass player, there's a drummer, a keyboardist, being myself, um, and then a singer, of course, a great new singer. 
Uh, who is your lead uh, singer? Uh, Marieke, she's from Belgium. Okay. And uh, then we have uh, Sin on guitar, and my beautiful wife is also with us on stage, helping us. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful indeed. I'm, I'm sitting right here with you guys, and it, you know, it is a pleasure. You, and I'm gonna, one more thing, and, and the, the thing that that dragged me the most to you guys is it, it, how you guys can be ex in, interchangeable with the musicians. But you, you seem to keep the same nucleus of friends mm. that you can always call upon. Yeah. A, a, am I wrong? No, no, this you're not wrong. Would you, would you just explain to me how that works? Yeah, the thing is that uh, the band's been around for 30 years now. And, that, and that's exactly why I'm asking what yeah. I'm asking you. Um, and um, the thing is that Sometimes you have people who fit in the band, and sometimes you have people who don't fit in the band. Right. You know, it's like uh, Roland, uh, my dear friend Roland, he knows everything about it. So you have people who. And he's uh, talking about my partner Roland. Who are easy, yeah. who are easy to, uh, to work with. You have people who are like. Uh, and, and you know what? I want to put some insight on it. Here's the thing uh, as being a musician for all of my life and all of your life, and by the all way, of his life, our friend Roland joined he, he, us he, now. He, here's what I know that if you go back 30 years and you listen to Pragacon 30 years ago and you listen to him six months ago he's a musical genius Mortal Kombat I mean I could go on and on and on about what he's done and and what he's capable and the world still don't know what he's capable of because he has so much inside of him <laughs> don't he, exaggerate he, he is an amazing not just musician but he's an amazing person and if you look at his aura I mean it's amazing He's fantastic. And the talent that he finds to bring out, like Marika, uh, he found Mia, he found, and many, many others. It's because, you know what, he knows what it takes to find what it takes. He's that guy. He, so that's your answer? Voilà. Uh, pretty much the answer that I got from David was the answer that I was expecting from you. Yeah. But with that being said, it still intrigues me, you know, where did you come up with the concept? Because. Because it is a concept more than it is. It was a concept. Yeah, the, the Lords is, of Acid. Especially in those days, there were like there was this uh, um, musical wave, and it, it was called New uh, New Beat. Uh, we're talking about circa '88. Okay. '88. Yeah. And, I was uh, six. Yeah. And at that moment, so we were working in the studio, but we were re uh, not releasing albums. We were releasing dance singles. Okay. So, so when and we, how how did that work at that? point in time right, in those days it was still like uh, with a Revox uh, recorder and stuff you know and or with a Commodore C64 uh, like the very early uh, or, mag or, or magnetic oh. tracks or uh, whatever you can get your hands on copy stuff this is Commodore 64 uh, just to put yeah, yeah. <laughs> 64, yeah. oh wow but just to yeah. put things in perspective yeah. this is prior to yeah. the CD uh, uh, boom yeah. per se you know when the CDs became yeah. something so Let's yeah. continue. And uh, so, but uh, these were tracks that were made specially for discotheques. Uh -huh. And uh, so, uh, no, we did. We released a lot of tracks under a lot of different names. So we made like the one week we made a track. Uh, it was called Fantasia, and uh, and the band was called Inner Light. The next week it was Praga Khan, Bula Bula. The and you had the rights to all the day. Yeah, because I, I own my I own my own uh, uh, record company, so but I had forty four projects at a certain moment, but they were like most of most of them they only had like one record. Yeah, but I I'm pretty sure that you only uh, 
you looked at all of those as one. Yeah, but the thing it was it was your goal. Yeah, but the thing is that uh, when the when the, uh, the movement died out, you know, the new way, uh, uh, new beat when it died out, when everybody was and, starting and, to play. And, and when was that for our listeners that yeah. don't, don't know? Because Acid House came to Europe yeah. and then they started to play. Give me a time frame. When, when it's, okay. okay. 89, 90, and uh, uh, there was one record that kept selling, but we didn't notice, you know, uh -huh. because uh, I, I was not doing the sales, I was uh, having the record and, company as well. And book. that record was on, under what name? That was Lord Chibasset. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was Lord Chibasset. That was I Sit on Asset. Oh. But we didn't, we didn't know, you know, it's like, okay, uh, but at a certain moment I said, how come that they keep, like, ordering that record right right yeah, after all these years you know and then we got a call from Caroline uh -huh. in America yeah and they said uh, uh, Caroline Caroline Records, records. Uh -huh. Caroline okay. Records yeah. in uh, the United States in yes. the United States yeah. and you were uh, living in where Belgium. in Belgium uh, okay and then they said would you be interested in doing an album is that your um, um, country of or origin, origin? Uh, yeah. uh, okay and then uh, we uh, did an album but we did but at that moment my solo pro project was really big in Japan and in yeah. England mm -hmm. so we only had three weeks time to do it Wow yeah and, the, and, the album for Lord Sebastian wait and since we're talking about Praga Khan the solo tonight is there any way that you can do a love me still by Praga Khan mm, no, no you no, can't do it. that tonight oh my <laughs> god I want to hear that <laughs> no. so bad live do you know I play that song all the time because to me it touches my soul Mm -hmm. Because I've had somebody scratch my soul, mm -hmm. and I still loved them. Okay, I've had that, and I wanted to hear that so bad coming from you tonight. I really yeah. wanted to hear that. Yeah. If you can't do it, it's okay. You have till you have till um, Oklahoma. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I'm coming to Oklahoma, yeah. and I have to hear you do that song. Okay. If not, I will come to Belgium to hear you do that song. Uh, you know, I'm going uh, to tell you, it's an amazing song. If you listen to the words and you and you break the song down and analyze it, if you've ever been in love in your whole life and ever had any drama, then you can relate to that song. Because yeah. that song really gets you deep, deep down inside to your core. First of all, I want to thank you, Roland, for uh, bringing me into the whole scene. You know, I was really, really curious. And I, our well, first, you had some on our first podcast. I had a. Um, you had some had bad pictures and you were blackmailing me is the only reason you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, but, but we were saying, okay. It continued, thank uh, you, yeah. When the album came out in America, so we went back on tour to Japan and we forgot about the album. So that right. we forgot about Lords of Asset. So I said, because there was no internet in those days. No. You know, there, there were no cell phones, no. 93, you know. True. And at a certain moment, we received a fax fax message from America, right? uh -huh. and it, uh, it, with DJ charts from all over the states, and and in, in every DJ chart, the A side of the single was number one. Right. B side, what, what was what was it, that number one that was single? Sit on right. Uh, no, no, that was uh, the the follow up single. It was Take Control. Okay, yeah, Take, take control. control. Okay. And the B side was yeah. Let's Get High. Oh, so and it was I love in, that song. in every chart it was number one take control number two it's not even a really uh, uh, and, and, and just to make sure that everybody understands what we're talking about 
the Lord's of us is but the least of your worries at the time. Yeah, because we were we were touring it right now. And then the thing said, then then there were like more more things. Uh, so uh, then they said, you know the album you made, you know uh, it's it's sold three hundred thousand copies. And they said, uh, no, because nobody told me. You know. <laughs> right? there, was, there was no internet. Right. And then they said, we need a band. Band? It's a project, you know. We don't have a band. <laughs> Do you recall the the, uh, the names of the the first musicians you recruit for the first version of Lords of Acids? Yeah, of course. Would you, they are close friends. Of Do you mind sharing? Yeah. Um, it's uh, Aaron. We're still working with us. Uh huh. Oh, and, and he played uh, what instrument? He's a very good guitar player. Uh huh. Uh, we have Dave, who, who who played with us not that long ago, but. Uh, but uh, he cannot tour anymore. Okay. Yeah. Because of whatever. He well, the life gets in the middle of a lot of things sometimes. And then our drummer, it, it was uh, Kurt McGuinness, and he was the one. Is that so? Yeah. And Kurt, he uh, on uh, on the first tour he did in America, he got in love with someone from Denver, and he stayed there for 15 years. And we're talking about 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah, he has he has yeah. a, he has a daughter, uh, 25 years old, who lives here in Denver. And Fascinating. Then, yeah, and then uh, what's, what, who else was there? Uh, and there was a uh, root, uh, the sing first singer, Sherry Bill. We did an audition uh -huh. in England to find a singer. So we found her, and she she went on tour. But I was not in the band at that moment, eh? because I was touring with Prior Camp. Yeah, but you were still had your hands yeah, on the project, yeah. right? But the thing is that, okay, However, they said, uh, we want to have the band here yeah. to do a six-week tour. Happy okay, happy we rehearse with the guys, we, we put the band together, and then uh, the management management that's here in, uh, in America about. said, okay, we're going to start the tour, and uh, um, let's see what happens, you know, did they rehearse uh, well, said, yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to go. So it's st they started the tour. Every concert was sold out. Every concert was sold out, and then uh, they said we're gonna put two extra weeks. Yeah, okay, two extra weeks. Two extra weeks. Two extra weeks. Two extra weeks. Yeah, here in the states. Yeah, they stayed here for over four months. Yeah, so what? What like was supposed to be two weeks turned yeah. into uh, four months. Yeah. yeah, because they kept they kept adding. Shows. So there was a snowballing effect uh, to the whole band. Yeah. And then there was a guy. I uh, 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 don't know if you know uh, Rick Rubin. Uh, the name sounds very Rick familiar. Is, uh, Rick Rubin is the producer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was also the one who did uh, yes. Walk This Way. Yes. Yes. Uh, Johnny Cash, last album. That the last producer. album, yeah. yes. And then uh, Rick phoned me. Uh, would you? Uh, are you interested uh, to work with me on the new album, like the Voodoo album, uh, for American recordings? And then uh, we recorded that one, and then it was like. Once again, I just uh, for us of us who just joined us on the podcast, we're talking to the, the creator of the Lords of Ads. It's an, it's an, it's an honor. Bracket can will save that project for another day if you don't mind. I would love to ask you about that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But I do have a question, yeah. and it's been just itching me all over the place. Where did you come up with the name of Lords of Assets? I came up with the name Lords of Asset because we were having this uh, um, wave, like musical wave in Belgium. Uh -huh. It was called New Beat. 
I told you before. But Acid House was coming from the States, so I I was thinking... Acid what? Acid House music. Okay. So I, I was thinking maybe I could do a combination of the new beat and the Acid House. And that's why I came up with the name Lords of Acid, but I didn't even know that Acid was drugs, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's brilliant. But you, you do realize this sometimes, you know, when you say the word acid, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. people that tend to relate it to uh, certain... Thank you. Uh, yeah, well, you, make, you just make things easy for everybody, don't you? Yeah, but the, yeah, but the thing was... And this is also something uh, that really happened. We were playing when acid was getting really really big not the music but the drug the drug <laughs> yeah uh, in uh, england. popular per se yeah, yeah. Uh, in england we played the rave in livingston livingston is the, the a village where charlie chaplin was born yes the uh, the magical comedian and transcendental time yeah, or, yeah. in between yeah. scotland and yeah. uh, one of the greatest of all time and uh, so we played the rave in those days we were like extremely popular for our live shows and so we played rave and nothing happened people didn't react at all so and then, uh, okay and then other bands like Prology were playing and alternate all the bands from england because yes. we were like more of from the english scene and then the promoter uh, he came uh, to the dressing room he said don't worry about the fact that people didn't react but we have seven dead people at this moment and we have over 200 during the show yeah and over 200 people in hospital because of of the demand and everybody flew with ecstasy oh so in other words if you were going to put it into a, a Woodstock uh, perspective they took the brown acid basically yeah. the thing was that was also the moment and uh, that that evening, and all these people died, and there were so many people oh in God. hospital. That was the moment that they banned the smiley in England. The smiley, you know the smiley? Yeah, the like smiley face there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was banned. Yeah, the, the, the little icon that they, yeah. that you. It was banned. Yeah. You couldn't you, you couldn't wear it on your T-shirt, or you or you had a had a penalty in in England. It was completely banned because it was related to ecstasy, you know? There is so much that we can get into it. Unfortunately, we don't have that much time. I know you guys have to get ready for the show. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to just listen to you guys. And um, it is a pleasure for us, um, especially for me to meet you finally. Thank you. After David's been talking so much about you. Hopefully we'll continue this conversation after the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. For right now, we'll take a break, yeah. and uh, when, um, when we come back, I'm going to ask you something something really interesting. Good. You might find a little tricky, mm -hmm. as they say in the USA, yeah. um, but um, I think people are going to find it fascinating. Yeah, but I'm going to be drunk uh, at that moment, so <laughs> it's going to be more easy for me to answer questions. I can uh, You've been oh, I'm sober. terrific so far. Yeah, yeah. This is a very casual atmosphere. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to pressure We're the Lords of Acid. anything. Praise it, the Lord, the Lord's like rest. Tonight will be the Lords of Acid. Tomorrow will be Praga Khan. I mean, oh, who knows, oh, you know. Oh, um, I'm hopefully, uh, I can get to talk to your lovely wife later on, and as well as your new singer, Marika. In the meantime, uh, thank you. And um, stay tuned. I got a very, very, very tricky question for him coming up in the next segment. Thank okay. you. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you. Thank you. 
Okay, that was the interview with Praga Khan in Kansas City uh, just before the show. Armando did a fantastic job. Right now, we're going to take a break, go to the sponsors, and we'll be right back with the episode with Marika, the new singer for Lords of Acid. Stick around right here on All Access. All right, we're back, and thanks for joining us here on All Access. Now, I want you to listen to the interview with Marika, the new singer for Lords of Acid, and Armando Vasquez did an amazing job. So, uh, without further delay, we're going straight into the interview. Stick around right here on All Access. Right now. Marika. Okay, uh, I want to start off this... I want to start off this Belgium saying, I mean... If he can get in. Time out. He can get, he can get I can't get into Belgium. Can't get a visa, but... <laughs> We're going to start off all access with uh, uh, Roland and Isaac and Marika from Lords of Acid. And I'm going to turn it over to Isaac because I have somewhere I've got to be. Oh, yes. Marika. What's so, up? It's such a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. Um, that, it's so fun to get the vibe and everything that goes around in a tour bus. Is it? Because <laughs> what we're trying to bring into this podcast it's exactly what's going on you know mm-hmm. without going too far because we all know we all have our private lives and we're a bit respectful of that of you know and, mm-hmm. and, and and this is not something that it, it's going to be like oh wow look at us we're all going crazy you know nah not, but no. we do we do but like we know our limits but that will exactly you have to know your limitations I think yes. I think that you will agree with me there's something very important in life is to know who you are. I know who I am and I know I have to perform every day and I want to deliver like a good concert and my voice has to be there so yes there can be a party we can chill but getting like fucked up every day is uh, not what I do. I just like to perform every day and feel good and give the people and the, uh, the fans what they deserve. So me doing whatever I on the, what the fuck I wanted to do on the bus is not part of that. I think that's exactly what rock and roll life is all about. Mm-hmm, balance. Expressing yourself, but at the same time keeping a balance. Absolutely. You know, I never achieved balance until I was 50. So mm. it takes a while sometimes, you know. Yes. So I have a lot of respect for people like you. Yeah. Tell me how you got to this point to be with the Lords of Acid. Mm, well, I studied music and I did. I did Where did you study music at? I studied uh, in uh, Holland. I studied musical theater, so I was involved in musicals and everything. But I always listened to metal and rock, and I was doing some band stuff. And then Maurice found me on Facebook, and I was graduated, and I had no job, and now I'm here, so that's fucking great. I'm sure that a lot of the people that are listening to our podcast right now are wondering where that beautiful accent comes from. Are you mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Um, I'm from Belgium, as well as Maurice, so we could do the record together, um, and it was easy to get like together in the studio and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm from Belgium. How do you yeah. get to uh, meet uh, the Lord of all lords? Um, he sent me a message through Facebook because they were looking for a new singer. Mm-hmm. Through so, Facebook, so it's very like random and nothing too special actually. But so. the, you will think that, but in the eyes of 
3,000, 4,000 people, you are a very special person. Yes, and I really, really, really appreciate everything. I feel so grateful. People are, the fans and everyone is so supportive, are so supportive and sweet. And I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to learn from the fucking best. I've been around ever since before I was born. And I'm so grateful. And thank you to all the fans. These guys are absolutely amazing. The crowds are amazing. People supporting me are amazing. So I'm grateful. I cannot wait to hear you perform tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it is an honor to meet you. you yeah, are, an honor to meet you too. I, I wish awesome. I can translate it to you guys how beautiful this woman is. <laughs> and what an honor it is to me to be sitting right next to you, Marika. Thank you. You know, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all. Like we're gonna have a party tonight. Let's fucking hit the stage, kick it. Do Hopefully it. this will not be the last time that we do this. No. And in the meantime, uh, we'll take a break and then I'm gonna ask you a few more questions after the show, okay? Will that Absolutely. be okay? Absolutely. If I'm still alive, I will. <laughs> I have faith in you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye guys. All right, that was the interview with uh, Marika, the new singer for Lords of Acid. And let me tell you, she puts on an amazing show, great vocals, very sexy. And Armando, you did a great job with the interview. Uh, but you know what? I didn't get to see the show from your perspective. So kind of tell me what you thought of the show that night. Oh, I'd be glad to. Uh, first of all, just having the opportunity to uh, spend almost an hour with Mr. Pragikan. It's such an honor, David. You know, you know how much I respect music. You know, I dedicated music and just having the opportunity to sit down with somebody like that. And 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 you were right. Before we got there, you had mentioned to me about the fact that that he had such a vibe to him, such a soulful and and spiritual approach to life. You know. And once you start talking to the guy, you realize that he's an open channel to anything in the world. Oh, he let me, let he, me. Re, he receives, and then he and then he puts it in his soul, and then he gives it back to the world. Yeah, and let, let me say this, Armando, you and I've been knowing each other thirty years. Uh, we've done a lot of work together. Now I've been all over the world, and I've toured with some amazing artists. Yes, you have. Let me tell you something. I learned more uh, touring and performing and, and playing with, uh, with Maurice, with Praga Khan. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I learned how, I, I guess I've been doing it so long, sometimes you lose your appreciation uh, for music or you lose your appreciation for what you're doing and you get burned out a little bit. And well, that's, that's because you're doing it. You know, you're practically on the road. You're playing every night. So you, you lose perspective. Yes. And I was really going on. I was completely burned out. I think uh, the last tour uh, when I was touring with Lords of Acid until uh, Praga and I just had such a bond together. And he is my rock and roll brother and will always be. He's an amazing musician, but above everything else, because in the end, the only thing that counts is your your spirit. And let me tell you something. He has such a kind spirit, and he's such an amazing person. It's just a joy to be around him, you know? You know, he's the kind of guy that I would just like to like, be sitting down on a resort or at the Florabama in, in uh, Mobile, Alabama, or 
you name it, just any place and just talk to him about anything, you know, about my grandma. Yes. He probably has something to say about her. You know, he, he has a lot of wisdom. Yes. A lot of knowledge. And for someone that's done as much as he's done in the music industry, he is just an everyday kind soul. Um, I, I've, I've never met anyone in this uh, in the whole music in industry that has such a kind soul as he is. Now, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. And you know I've been in this business as well for a long, long time. Yes. And, and he truly captivated my soul. Most people that know me and that are listening to the podcast right now know that I'm not one of those people that are going to drag on and and uh, and just harp on somebody and right. almost sound like I'm in love with Praga. But she deserves every minute of our time. He does. Because, because she gave us every minute of his time. Oh, he did. And, and when, you're, when you're engaged in a conversation with him uh, uh he's engaged with you he's got eye contact and and you can feel that he's emotionally involved in it now i've interviewed people and i've played with people that were big stars and that would look at you when you're talking to them and you could tell that they weren't really paying you attention and even if you were touring with these guys and been all over the planet and i'm not going to name trash anybody no don't 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 artists that i have toured with that have sold a lot of records and uh -huh. And, and, and I'll give you an example without saying who it is. Uh, it's been years, some years ago, back in the 90s, uh, we were at the top of our game and several other bands were. And we were out on a tour with this young group that had a big hit and they were our support act. And they didn't have any clue what it was like to be a rock star, to be out there in the mix. And then after two or three weeks on the road with us, they started getting a feel of it. Within three or four months, the lead singer of that band uh, who, who in the beginning was just all about us and hanging with us and getting to know things. All of a sudden, uh, it went straight to his head, and you couldn't even talk to him and make a good conversation, and neither could his band. And then years later, uh -huh. he wound up uh, going to rehab and, and taking a big hit in the music industry, and it took some years for him to come back. And I saw him last year, a year before last, and he is completely humble now. He got over the rock star syndrome and became a person again. And I'm very proud of him. And I won't mention who that is, but, uh, but he's a prominent artist. But you know what? Back to PragaCon. Uh, no, no. Before we go back into PragaCon, I think uh, that's very inspirational that somebody has come to terms with himself and has achieved balance. I talked to Praga in the interviews that we had that we just yes. played. Uh, we touched those subjects, and we also touched that subject with uh, Marika, their lead singer. You know, you gotta find balance if you're going to be um, submitted to such a grueling schedule. You know, sixty nights uh, in a row. If you never done it, if, if, I, I cannot begin to tell you. You know, I was there for three days and I can't <laughs> move right now. Yeah, it's very difficult to kind of schedule. With all the bands I've ever toured with, we never had such a grueling schedule as we did with Lords of Acid. Uh, I did ten month tours. I did. Well, you know, I, I only did like three shows a week. So yeah. Well, I, I did the world tours to where we did ten months, but we would do two shows day off. 
uh, a show two days off, two shows a day off. So you had a little bit of time to recoup, a little time to, yes. you know, rest and maybe have, you know, a, a day just to breathe. But with Lords of Acid, when they tour, let me tell you, the last tour I was on with Lords of Acid, we did 51 cities in 54 days. And those those three days that were considered off days, they were travel days, 1,200 miles or more. So when Praga tours, he tours like a beast. I mean, yeah. he is wide yeah. open, brother. But you will think that he is in the mix of everything. And he's actually already thinking about his next project. Oh, yeah, absolutely he is. Even yeah. on that last tour, he and I talked about writing songs while we were on the road. And while we were out there, I wrote a track, and I wrote one called Hands Up. And um, and he just thought it was amazing because of the, the train wreck concept. And I won't, I won't say where I got the concept from, but I can tell you that when you're on the road and you've been doing it as long as Praga has been doing it and myself, you know, you have to, uh, you have to put it in perspective at what you're doing, but you also still have to have that creative outlet. And that was pretty cool. And another person on that tour that I really grown to bond with and think the world of is Dietrich Thrall. Let me tell you, there's a whole nother side to Dietrich that, <laughs> that people don't know. I mean, Dietrich is this, I mean, he's a, such a soft spoken, nice classy person he's a hell of a bass player i've never and, and got I, to uh interview him uh because we were running out of time they were getting ready to go on yeah. stage but we're, we're going to be interviewing him in the next couple of days for his other project he's got a project called beauty and the suffering now uh -huh. uh, after the last tour uh, we had we had some time off. Then Dietrich came uh, and met me in Springfield, and we went out and had dinner. And uh, he showed me his project, Beauty and the Suffering, and I was so impressed because he's not just uh, a bass player and just a, a, a fill-in musician. Look, he's a producer. He's a class act, dude, and, and he's a very good writer and just an all-around solid guy. And so it was an honor. Uh, to, it's an honor to call him my friend. Uh, I think a lot of him. Uh, you know, Praga has the more uh, I think about Praga, the more I feel like uh, I don't need to pay many praises because he's not the kind of guy that uh, will get his head inflated by adulation. He is just uh, a guy doing his thing. He was born to do this. It seems. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I can tell you, everything that happens around him. It just mm -hmm. happens because the kind of person that he. Am I wrong? No, you're you're right, and I, I tell you, he <laughs> and he's got the greatest sense of humor. And on the last tour, we had a bunch of young guys, <laughs> a bunch of young guys on the tour, and some of them did not did not. Uh, well, I know one particular doesn't really care for me too much uh, because of the excess. You know, I mean, I did a lot of excess on the last tour, and like you know, I pulled up one morning, the bus was going to leave. Uh, about uh, eight o'clock that morning, and it was probably eight thirty. I was running late, and it was you know cold, snow on the ground, and everybody was standing rolling, outside the bus. Rolling, you know, everybody standing outside the bus looking for me, and I pulled up in an Uber in my underwear, and no shoes and no shirt, and I got okay. out, and and Praga was like, Praga just started laughing and said, "Hey, dude, that's rock and roll." But you know, one of the younger guys in the group was like, "Oh, that's unprofessional." You know, the, the truth is, he's still so young that he don't get the whole concept of, you know, this is not just music. This is a way of life, and that's just the particulars that you know. I've been doing this since before 
20 years before he was born. So one day he will get in our shoes and he'll look back and he'll go, wow, I should have been enjoying myself and having that outlet instead of being, you know, with a stick up my ass. But, but you, know, you, live there, you know, you don't, you did not discover who you are until a life has thrown so many blows at you. Uh, then, then it's when you start finding out who you really are, when you have to swim against the current, yes. when you have to fight for things that you really want. But with practice, it's strictly a business, buddy. And I'm going to tell you something, and this is my humble opinion. Braga doesn't like rock stars, man. <laughs> no, Braga let me tell you, Braga is a rock star. He is a rock star because people label him as a rock star. He doesn't want to be a rock star. He just happens to be in a business in which he surrounds himself with people that think they're rock stars. My, you know, you know, what I, you, know what I, you know what I love about him? What? Is, is when he's in Europe doing his solo project and he's in front of 10, 20,000 people, he's the same person. If we were playing in a room, with 50 people at an intimate show, he would put on the same show, the same energy, and, and have the same class as he would with 50 people as he would if there was 20,000 people. He is just a class act. I talk, you know, I, I can't say any more about him than that. Okay, I, I have nothing else to say, really, because uh, next thing, I'm going to have to build him a house, you know? Because <laughs> I, I, I think I'm in love with the guy. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about him like he's sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I think, know. He'll, I think he will, he'll really appreciate it. But he knows. <laughs> of course he, he will. Knows my, he knows my heart. Uh, he knows my heart, and he knows that I genuinely, uh, I love him to death. You know, he's a great guy. You know, I want to move on and talk about uh, some stuff we've got coming up. Um, we, we've got, uh, this concert coming up with warrant on the 16th and I look forward to that. You know, I've got a lot of history. I go back a long time with warrant. Um, I was, uh, touring pretty heavy back in the day when they were touring at the same time I was touring in a different genre and, uh, my partner and I, uh, owned a big nightclub and we brought warrant in and this was back in the day when they had, uh, you know, had the new album, they had cherry pie and, uh, the down boys, and they were at the top of their game. And you, oh, you know, let me, let, me, let me hear you just, just, just give me one verse or, of the song where the down boys. Go. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Oh, please. <laughs> I'd love to, but I, but here's what I can tell you: they came in uh, at the top of their game. Uh, and they, they were into, they were in concert with, I believe, Motley Crue or Poison, and uh, uh -huh. you know, they came in, they did their their job they did their show then they come to the club and hung out we went out to eat and they were just even back then they were down to earth and and just a joy to be around and i look forward to to seeing eric uh turner and warrant uh the 16th of the month at uh at one of the casinos uh, close by to here i'll get all the details you know, for the next podcast and let everybody know when it's coming gotta, gotta be honest with you a big fan of warrant i mean like i saw him like six seven eight times probably yeah i mean i at the time i had hair and for those of you <laughs> don't know i haven't seen a picture of me i almost i almost bleached blonde just because of the lead singer because i thought oh wow this guy is um, 
getting all the women. Uh, yeah, well, Janie, Janie was on his game, and, and God rest his soul. You know, he's passed now, and, and uh, RIP yeah. to Janie Lane. You know, I thought he was an amazing. Yeah, I got to. Amazing person. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, this weekend was fantastic, David. Thank you once again. And um, cannot wait to start working into a new podcast. Yeah. Oh, and speaking, speaking of working. Uh, mm-hmm. For the listeners out there, are you gonna make me work again? Oh my god! <laughs> for the listeners out there, you're gonna love this. I am no longer at uh, 95.1 KDMO. I'm no longer there. Uh, I have got some other projects, but we got a special uh, announcement that we're gonna be making on the next podcast because Armando is gonna be moving down here to Springfield, and he and I are going to be. Uh, doing something amazing. I can't tell anybody yet. Uh, We're still working out the fine details, but I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. It's going to be a great journey for Armando and for me and for all the fans. You're going to jinx it. Well, you know, I don't believe you can jinx destiny. I know it's, it's it's, it's, you know, it's just meant to be. It's true. It's true. You cannot. And these things are happening so fast for us that I cannot deny the fact that you're 100% right. Oh, yeah. You you can't deny it. And once they gave us uh, that project, and hopefully it will happen, well, then we were just going to have to start reevaluating our lives at that point. Yeah, because we're already busy, but now we're going to be you know triple busy. But we've got the opportunity to build something pretty amazing, and I think it's going to be awesome. Now I've got to move on to one more thing, and then we've got to cut this, uh, got to cut it off, and and let the why, listeners why? <laughs> have the uh, have the podcast. We've got to get it, got to get it uh, published and put out there today. Uh, so I noticed yesterday, right now. Yesterday, I posted a small segment. Uh, I was in the studio. It was yesterday or day before yesterday. I was in the studio with uh, Dos Reyes, and that is my son David's group, and him and Jacob. And I posted one of their songs, and it's pretty amazing. I thought it was pretty great. I I am so glad that that we can use this venue to bring our kids uh, to the presence of the masses, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I was surprised. I never thought about that, you know, but my kids are also artists. I know. That's what I was going to say. I was really surprised when you have kept it all these years that your daughters were musicians. And then you showed me their video and it was amazing. And then I didn't even know that my son liked music until about four months ago when he sent me this album worth of music that he's done. And I just I just cried. It was amazing. And so yesterday I posted one of the songs on my Facebook page uh, as a little small podcast segment and people can listen and people can listen to it. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back and in this, uh, in this podcast and get it out there to the listeners. Once again, thanks for listening to all access with Roland Roland and Armando Vasquez. All right, welcome back to All Access. This is going to be our wrap-up segment. Uh, we had a great time last night. Isaac, you did a phenomenal job pulling the weight on the interviews last night because I had a few too many adult beverages and a whole lot of fun. It's the first time in a while I've been able to let my hair down and have a good time, and it was great being with my LOA family. I had a blast. Thank you for saying so, but it was not a problem. I love seeing you having fun. 
I know that you haven't seen these people in a, quite a while. It's been a year since the last tour, and yeah, and so it was fun, and, and it also got to meet some new people. And, uh, but I want to thank you for introducing me to uh, the whole scene, you yeah. know, and the concept that the Lords of Acid are. Uh, fascinating stuff, and I hope that you enjoy the interviews that I oh, had. Oh, I think uh, they were great, and you know, Praga Khan is not, um, uh, he, there's not a phony bone in his body. Everything he told you last night was from his heart, and from now on, if he ever sees you anywhere, he will always treat you like family. He's just that kind of guy. I just love the fact that he completely opened up to uh, all of my questions, and there was a moment that he talked for just about 20 minutes there, and I didn't have to say a word. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he, he is the kind of guy that everything he does is genuine and from his heart. And uh, I'll always love him. He's my rock and roll brother. And um, like I said, now you're part of the LOA family. If you ever run into him 10, 15 years from now, anywhere on the planet, he will always remember you, and he'll always treat you like family. I feel like that. He made me feel like that. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got a, a super special vibe to him. It yeah. just brings you in. A very soulful person, and, and everybody that he surrounds himself with are also very soulful people, like Marika. Yeah. And his lovely wife. Uh, can't recall her name. Inya. Right Inya. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are very genuine people. So once again, thank you. And now... For our next episode, we have something really, really tricky and a special plan for everybody out there. Yeah, what is that? Well, you know, we have another band coming. Yeah. And we'll be backstage with Warrant in a few weeks. Uh, we're going to get back to sports a little bit. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's about time for March Madness. It's the madness. It's the madness. Say it. <laughs> it's the madness. And we also have the NFL uh, draft yep, coming up. Yep, we do. And that's going to be awesome. So we're going to have a lot of uh, guests uh, to discuss the subjects. And uh, I would love to be able yeah. to go to the NFL draft this year. Um, just not sure where that's going to fit into the schedule. Well, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, it, it'll be fun. You never been to one? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't been in person to one. I haven't. Well, we're going to try to bring you uh, as much as we can from people that are going to be live at the right. NFL draft. Well, I tell you what, we've got uh, for the listeners out there, we've got something special in store for you guys within the next ten days. Uh, there's some things going on. Uh, as you know, I'm no longer at KDMO. And we've got some special things that are about to be happening, and we'll fill you in on that uh, in the next 10 or 15 days. We hope you guys keep listening to our podcast. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you would share it with all your friends, and we will keep giving you all access to uh, music, entertainment, sports, uh, as it comes available to us. Now, I know we have upcoming shows. We have a warrant show upcoming. We have um, a Buck Cherry show upcoming. We have DMX. We have a little bit of everything coming your way. So uh, just uh, uh, make us your favorite on uh, your podcast, and it will notify you when a new episode comes out every week. I know in the beginning we were going to be real optimistic and do one every day, and that is bullshit. That's not going to happen because our schedules doesn't allow Well, it. I'm glad that it's on record when I said, are you being a little ambitious Oh, I was here? being real ambitious. Uh, yeah. But I, I like the fact that we can do one a week and uh, you know give everybody uh, something to look forward to every and week. Yeah, and when you do one uh, a week or two a week, you know what you're giving to your audience is nothing but quality. Once you start piling up stuff 
on top of stuff. Yeah. It becomes just... Then it's mundane. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff like that out there, and we're never going to be like that. No, we're never going to be And I had so much fun last night. It's too bad that you don't remember anything. I don't remember a lot. Uh, <laughs> I know that um, I had my my woman was with me last night. And, Why is she with you? Yeah, and I don't think she remembers a lot either. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, she was with you last night. Yeah, she was on stage uh, throwing up in a garbage can. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know you have a problem when you wake up in the morning and you had throw up all over your clothes. <laughs> and you go, wow, I cannot wait to do this again. This yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah, not really. She wasn't <laughs> sick, but it was fun. We had a lot of fun last night. And uh, sometimes we have some fun on uh, our podcast and radio show uh, at other people's. It was awesome to release At that. other people's expenses, and that's fantastic. That I told her the other day, uh-huh. she asked me some question, and I go, who are you? Do you not listen to our show? Uh, because she doesn't. Well, can you blame her? <laughs> no, I can't, because she is often uh, a topic. <laughs> Usually, um, when you're in a relationship like uh, some of us are, the topic will come up, and there will be times when the show will be just about that particular subject. You Absolutely. Know, you I know. totally get it. Because sometimes I get lonely. Uh, you get lonely. I do. You, you get lonely. Yeah, I do get lonely. <laughs> but anyhow, I yeah. had a blast. Um, All right. Well, we're going to be wrapping this up because I've got to get into the studio. I'm going to produce a couple of records today from Dos Reyes, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I'll fill you guys in on that a little bit more as uh, we get the music in the can. And if you don't know, that group, Dos Reyes, is uh, my son, David, and uh, his uh, partner uh, in music, uh, Jacob. Okay. So I'll be getting... I have uh, listened to uh, some of their uh, music. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I didn't know if you listened to it. I sent it to you. I didn't know if you listened to it. No, I did. Okay. Of course I did. All right. Well, listen, thanks for joining us on All Access, and uh, we will be... Uh, coming back to you with a new episode in a few days. Uh, we've got to get this one in the can, and uh, then uh, we'll be coming back with a new one. we got a lot of surprises coming your way. So everybody take care, and we'll see you again right here on All Access. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, this podcast is free for you to listen to and share with your friends. However, if you'd like to donate to the podcast, it would be much appreciated. We have a vast amount of expenses involved in traveling around doing these interviews and keeping you uh, informed and keeping you with all access to the world of entertainment, touring, music, and sports. So we really appreciate you donating if you're able to. Thank you so much. And once again, we are all access and we'll have a new episode coming for you uh, within the next four or five days. Thank you.